0: The sun woke me up early and it dazzled off the white clapboard siding on the back of the cottage. It was so clear and it was so bright it almost hurt just to keep my eyes open. Warm rain overnight had left the grass heavy with wet, and the black soil in the vegetable patch near the graveled road steamed. It was my second week at the lake, and so far it only rained at night. I walked round to the front of the cottage. The lake looked like an enormous puddle of mercury, and it gave such a pure reflection of the cloudless morning sky and the forested shore on the far side, I couldn't tell up from down. When the water looked like that, I knew that nothing would happen. Fish wouldn't bite, ducks wouldn't fly. Only dragonflies enjoyed that nothingness. I wasn't surprised my uncle was there, motionless in a lawn chair only yards from the shoreline facing the lake. He was always looking out at the lake. Sometimes he'd sit there in his pajamas all day until my mother would tell him to get dressed. This time I wondered whether my uncle had died during the night, and I was the only one to know. I didn't move. For a long time I just stared, watching to see if he was breathing, but somehow he knew I was there. I've been looking down towards the bridge. It's too far to see now— But when cars had their lights on earlier, they looked like tiny fireflies slowly gliding across the water. He paused, and again we were both silent. That wasn't unusual. Sometimes Uncle Rube let his silences stretch out, and I didn't mind that. What do you think of this morning? Uncle eventually asked, but I didn't answer. I knew what I thought. I knew a lot, but I didn't always talk about it. I'm going to Frogbog, I finally said, not as an answer, but as a fact. With Robert? I never did anything with my big brother. If we played together, we ended up fighting. We had the same parents and lived in the same house, but that was the extent of our shared togetherness. Just me. We both looked down the lake, me straining to see a car crossing the bridge. Then to my surprise, my uncle said, may I come along? Uncle Rube didn't do much at the cottage. He didn't swim or even put his feet in the lake. He certainly didn't take walks on his own like my mother did. He didn't seem to care much about his clothes. During the first week at the cottage, he wore city trousers held up by braces over a white shirt. Now that it was hotter and more sultry during the day, he wore a white undershirt. This morning, he was in trousers but still wearing his pajama top. He always wore black leather city shoes, usually with white socks. To me, my uncle seemed separate from other adults. He listened to me and I was pleased with that attention. I said, yes. Frog Bog was part of the dead forest, the part that lay in the lake. I thought there once must have been a great battle with an evil spirit that lurked in the depths of the lake, and that the trees gave up their lives and drowned themselves to save their friends in the living forest. Maybe it was just a shooting star that had fallen on them. Most of the trees were cedars, but there were willow trees too. I knew that because out of all that death, some of the fallen trunks had green shoots emerging from them, and on those shoots were magical new willow leaves. Each year, the muddle of fallen branches and trunks seemed to get more complicated they sank deeper into the bog, nestling in each other's arms. This is where I came to catch tadpoles and frogs, painted turtles and water snakes. Uncle Rube sometimes told me stories when we were alone together, but today we walked in a mutual solitude.